0: So when I was a kid, my mom used to uh, threaten us <laughs> to talk uh, kindly by saying she would wash wash our mouth out with soap if we didn't, which is a pretty visceral thing. I can remember one, maybe two times where she actually did it. It's pretty awkward. Uh, it's funny as a parent. Sometimes you just like knee jerk to doing what your parents did. And I remember one time thinking like, I'm going to wash out your mouth with soap. But I said, And then I started thinking practically through that, like, you just like stick a bar of soap in somebody? Anyway, I don't know if this is a southern thing. Just my parents think, wow, there's a snake. right on the side of the road. <laughs> oh my word. Anyway, um, I don't know if it's a southern thing or my mom thing or what, but anyway, she's an awesome mom. But I was thinking about that recently, just the phrase, I'll wash your mouth out with soap. And the idea was like, hey, your mouth is dirty, I will clean it for you. If you can't do it yourself, I will assist you via this visceral experience that you will not forget. And I'm uh, about six months ago. Me and Stacy uh, were having a discussion <laughs> that turned into a uh, heated discussion that ended in uh, a not so pleasant, you know, total disconnect moment from us. And I remember thinking in the middle of that discussion uh, that my words made everything worse. And I was doing my best in the moment. I wasn't trying to instigate anything, I was trying to communicate effectively to her. Um, it just didn't work. None of it worked at all. And my mouth and my words took it from like a, I'm not the problem. Like Brian is not the problem here. This external thing is the problem to a, I'm the problem. And I went, took her from three feet of emotion to a thousand feet of emotion. Like that just didn't work. (laughs) And the phrase, uh, washing my mouth out with soap came to mind. And, but it came to mind in a different kind of way. Not the visceral experience of my mom threatening that and doing that at different times. But it came to mind as an acronym. Uh, and I think this is probably the the convergence point of five to ten years of different therapies and trainings and marriage counselors and coaching people for a decade and all that stuff. Um and and I've been using this acronym so ever since then when I'm in any version of a what could be or currently is a heated discussion that could be a conversation with an employee. It could be firing someone, it could be hiring someone, it could be another discussion with Stacey that turns into, you know, something headed in the wrong direction, something with my kids, anything. It's taken these conversations and I don't know, I haven't tracked them, but I would say there's nearly 100% success rate on not escalating them further, but actually de-escalating them and getting them to a helpful spot where the person is, doesn't feel attacked or worse than, than we started, that actually feels served and better than when we started. So the acronym so stands for, uh, sense, ooh, allow and pray. Okay. So let me walk you through how this plays out in real life. Very first thing, the S for sensing is to sense the emotion that the other person is feeling in the moment. And this is, this is somewhat guessing. You're not asking them, what are you feeling? Although that's fine to do in certain situations, but like if I'm in the middle of a discussion with Stacey that is escalating. I think soap, wash my mouth out, make sure I don't make the problem worse, make sure I, to the best of my ability, actually improve it. Um, And that's not by offering to fix things. That's not by giving advice that's rarely needed in those situations or effective in those situations. But if you do soap, it works freaking almost every time. It's just magical. So sense. So I will cycle through different emotions she could be feeling or that since she's feeling. It's like she's feeling fear and loneliness. I think that's what's going on here. I think that's escalating her into anger. So I'll just none of those external. It's all internal. uh, But I'll just put labels on it. And that starts posturing me towards um, being empathetic, like starting to get at least a sense of what she's experiencing. And then if I just stop there, if nothing else, if that's all I did, I would be communicating to her from her position, not from what I'm experiencing or interpreting or layer on on top, on top of her. So sense, sense the emotion, label it in your mind. This isn't an external thing. This is internal, by the way. Don't say, oh, you're feeling shame right now. Don't do that bad. That will make it worse. Second thing is then to ooh it. So if somebody just came to you and was like, Brian, man, I'm just filled with shame and guilt right now about X, Y, Z. The first thing I would do would be like, oh man, like I totally hear you. I get it. I'm so sorry. What can I do to help? It puts me in a helpful, um, uh, a helpful, like joyful attachment kind of mood. Like I want to, I want to come help you. Like I'm going to be sensitive to it. I'm not going to be talking about all the things you could have done different to make it better and how you could have avoided it and all that. Unless I'm a sociopath. So by sensing the emotion and then ooing it, and I generally, like with Stacey, for instance, because that's one of the most challenging relationships that exist is your spouse. uh, I will do those things in my head real time as it's going on. And maybe I'm getting annoyed or it's escalated in my mind or I'm about to say something I know isn't right, but I don't have nothing else to say. Like, oh, fear and guilt. And, oh, yeah, I get that. And I'll generally go back to a time where I felt those emotions and just be kind to myself and then live through that kindness in the situation real time with Stacy right now. Does that make sense? So sense it, ooh it. Third is A, allow. So allow space for that emotion to just go wild. It is okay in the moment, in those moments, those minutes right there for that person to feel the anger, to feel the shame, to feel the guilt. Don't say, oh, it's okay. It'll be all right. Don't say any of that crap. Just allow it. Allow space. Now, imagine, this is what I do. I actually allow, imagine myself. just a gigantic 100-yard tarp laying on the ground. And I'm going to crawl into that tarp and get to the very middle of it and stand up and hold my arms out as wide as I can to hold that tarp open. I'm literally creating safe space for that person in that moment to feel what they're feeling, to not be criticized, to not be coached, to not be escalated, just to, like, let it all out. I even imagine there's a snow globe. And the snow globe is shaken up. Like they can't think clearly because there's a blizzard going on. There's all these emotions and all these things happening for them that I probably actually don't know. I've attempted to know, empathized. I've sensed it and I've oohed it and I put myself there and then communicated out from that. But I don't really know at all what's actually happening for them. Even if, even my spouse, I don't know half the time what's happening for Stacey, Uh, but I allow the space for it. And I just let them do their thing for 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes an hour. I think it rarely goes longer than that unless you screw it up and make it worse. Uh, and the trickiest part about that, especially with a spouse, but with anybody, is when you are holding the tarp up for them to be shielded from the arrows that are being shot and they start punching you. <laughs> when the insults, when the processing, when the anger, when the guilt starts getting attributed to you personally, the person holding space, that is maybe the single most difficult skill that exist in life that I've encountered to date is holding space, being a safe space for someone who is railing on you personally. Like that is hard, but do it. Just don't say anything. Just Oh man, I get that. Ooh, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I hear you. That sense it, who it allow it, even if it's throwing punches at you. And the last one is at the P, which is pray. Don't do anything outside of the S O and the A, unless you pray Check in with God real quick. This is a quick arrow prayer. Like, hey, God, all right, this is the situation. Uh, what do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to think? What do you want me to do right now? And I'll tell you, my personal experience is nine times out of ten, the answer is shut up and do nothing. That's the answer almost every time for me personally. And that's in my unique situations. Yours might be totally different. Maybe if you're super passive, yours will be, hey, you need to do something. Or if you're super aggressive or, or more proactive, then it might be just shut up and don't do anything. Just be quiet. Tell them you get that and share an experience when you felt anger and guilt and like, man, yeah, that's really, I get that. That's, that's no fun at all. How can I help? Um, but the the point is don't take an action outside of sensing and allowing, which is really you not doing much of anything. Actually, (laughs) don't take an action outside of that unless you pray and God, an idea pops to mind. You're checking with your intuitive. All right. Intuitive. Don't think about practical right now. Think about like, all right, here's the emotion. Here's the thing. Like, "Mm, God, what do you want me to do? And just listen. And if he says to do a thing, do it. S-O-A-P, cleanse the mouth, don't make it worse, by sensing it, ooing it, allowing it, save space for it for a period of time. This isn't like for years. This is for minutes up to a couple hours max situation. Uh, And that almost every time brings the snow globe level down from total blizzard mode to clear and calm and the sun's out. And then you can actually tackle the real thing process the emotion before the logistic in this process of the emotion better than anything else i've ever seen it just works really well so next time you're in one of those think about soap put soap in your mouth sense it do it allow it pray about it real quick arrow prayer god what can i do right here whatever idea comes to mind fact check it real quick make sure it's not insane and then try it see what happens Hey, real quick before you go, each month I uh, grab one resource that we've used in our business recently and give it away to podcast listeners for free. This is typically only things we do for paying coaching clients, but we love the podcast as well. And want to give you cool stuff. So for the month of October 2023, I'm giving away the five emails we used last year in our Black Friday promotion that generated over 100k in sales. You can get them for free and include to the templates, uh, the actual campaign structure, and you can use it, model it, use it. Don't copy it word for word. That's weird. Um, use it, ChatGPT, change it up for your stuff. Uh, but take it and use it in your business. It works really well. Black Friday's coming up. Make sure you have a campaign going out. You can grab them for free at growthtools.com/free, or the link is in the show notes. So grab it now before the end of the month. On November the first, it will not be available. So get it now before the month ends at growthtools.com slash free link is in the show notes. See ya. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.